the Our Patriots podcast, honoring the men and women who achieved American independence and taken from the pages of American Spirit, the Daughters of the American Revolution's award-winning magazine. They Shall Not Pass With their men at war, Prudence Ryan and other women of Pepperell, Massachusetts, guarded a critical bridge. A story written by Bill Hudgens and appearing in the March-April 2016 edition of American Spirit Magazine. The Minutemen of Massachusetts are legendary, but at least one town had a cadre of women who were credited with capturing two possible Loyalist spies in April of 1777 as the Revolutionary War flared to life near Boston. Led by Prudence Cummings Wright, 30 to 40 women stood guard at the Nehemiah Jewett Bridge over the Nashua River in Pepperell, Massachusetts, after many of the town's men had marched away to Boston following the battles of Lexington and Concord. Rumors abounded that British spies or troops would use the road, which led from Canada to Boston, and the women intended to stop or at least impede them. Like many other accounts from the Revolution, the story of Prudence Cummings Wright blends documented facts with local and family traditions. The earliest published version of the story appears in the 1848 book, History of the Town of Groton. Originally from Hollis, New Hampshire, Prudence Cummings married David Wright in 1761 and settled in Pepperell. During their marriage, she gave birth to 11 children, two of whom died in childhood. One of them, a son named Liberty, died in infancy on March 11, 1775, barely more than a month before the battles at Lexington and Concord. Stricken with grief, Prudence went home to her parents in Hollis after Liberty died. Though both she and David were patriots, he was a private in the militia. Her brothers Samuel and Thomas Cummings were loyalists. According to the article, Prudence Cummings Wright, Patriot Militia Commander, captures two spies from the New England Historical Society website. While at her parents' house, she overheard Samuel talking with a British Army officer friend, Leonard Whiting, about spying for the British. History of the town of Groton recounts that Prudence went back to Pepperell and along with her friend, Sarah Shattuck, organized a militia composed of townswomen to guard the bridge. The road was often used to travel between Boston and Canada, so it was a prime route for possible British activity. The women dressed in their husbands' clothing and armed themselves with pitchforks and a few muskets, for rumors were rife that the regulars were approaching and frightful stories of slaughter flew rapidly from place to place and from house to house, according to the 1848 history. Leonard Whiting soon rode up to the bridge. The women stopped him, made him get off of his horse, and searched him, finding, quote, dispatches concealed in his boots. They arrested him and turned him over to the Committee of Observation in nearby Groton for further investigation and possibly trial, according to the history of the town of Groton. Chapter Regent Mary L. P. Shattuck presented two variations of the story to the Prudence Wright D.A.R. chapter of Pepperell, Massachusetts in 1899. The versions were compiled from recollections of descendants of Leonard Whiting and Prudence Wright. According to Mrs. Shattuck, the female militia formed more or less spontaneously as rumors of British spies using the road spread through Pepperell. Realizing the town was unguarded with their men away, the women armed themselves and gathered at the bridge where they elected Prudence as their captain and Sarah as their deputy. A few nights after the Lexington and Concord clash, not one but two horsemen rode toward the bridge. According to a descendant of Leonard Whiting, the riders heard the women's voices before they came into sight. And the captain, that's Prudence Wright, 
voice above the others. One of the horsemen recognized it as that of his sister, Prudence Wright, whose fearless, determined spirit he knew full well. The two variations of the story differ on whether the brother was Samuel or Thomas Cummings. One tradition holds that it was Thomas who, knowing his sister's passionate devotion to the cause of liberty, turned around and fled. In 1898, Massachusetts poet Anne V. Cuthbertson described Thomas's purported reaction in Turner's Public Spirit, a publication in Iyer, Mass. Quote, Not one further step I ride, one who rode with whiting cried, "'Tis my sister, Prue, alas, she would never let me pass, save when her dead body fell, I turned back from Pepperell." Whiting, however, disdained the women's attempt to stop him and rode on, only to be halted, forced to dismount, search, and arrested. In the second version related by Mrs. Shattuck, Samuel Cummings and Whiting tried to turn around and ride away when they saw the guards at the bridge. The women grabbed the reins and Whiting drew his pistol, but Samuel stopped him saying, quote, I recognized Prude's voice and she would wade through blood for the rebel cause. The pair dismounted and a search turned up incriminating documents. The women turned them over to Dr. Oliver Prescott, a member of the Committee of Safety in Groton. The men were allowed to go free the next day, provided they permanently left the colony. Regardless of which version is closer to fact, in March of 1777, the town voted to pay the women £7.16 shillings for their heroics. Since women weren't allowed to be paid for militia service, they were collectively referred to as Leonard Whiting's guard. The incident at Jewett's Bridge had different repercussions for those involved. The Cummings brothers, Leonard Whiting and Whiting's brother Benjamin, remained under suspicion because they were loyalists. In March 1776, they were charged with being persons suspected of being inimical to the rights and liberties of the United Colonies, but the case was dismissed for lack of evidence. In June, Thomas Cummings was indicted on a similar charge. He made bail. Then he, Samuel Cummings, and Benjamin Whiting abandoned their families and left America. Their property was confiscated, and they were banned from ever returning. Leonard Whiting was imprisoned in 1777 to 1778 for being inimical to the rights and liberties of the United Colonies. After he was freed, he remained in Hollis for a number of years as a respected citizen and a tavern owner. Though the incident created a permanent rift between Samuel Cummings and his sister Prudence, it eventually led to a wedding between Whiting's daughter, Nancy, and Prescott's son, Oliver Jr. Both were 12 years old at the time of the incident and met at some point. In 1791, they married and settled in Groton. Prudence's second-in-command, Sarah, would indirectly appear again a few years later in Massachusetts history. Her husband, Job, a well-to-do landowner, figured prominently in Shea's Rebellion in 1786 and 1787. The armed rebellion protested state and local enforcement of tax collections and judgments for debt and helped spur calls for reform that led to the Constitutional Convention. David Wright died on May 22, 1819 at the age of 93, and Prudence followed on December 2, 1823 at the age of 84. Because of her role in defending the bridge, she has been designated a Daughter of Liberty and is the namesake of the Prudence Wright DAR chapter. I hope you have enjoyed this edition of the Our Patriots podcast and that you'll listen to future installments, each focused on a patriot who helped to win our independence. 
I also know that you will enjoy reading more about our nation's fascinating history by receiving a subscription to American Spirit magazine. Visit us at dar.org and search for American Spirit. Consider, too, researching your family tree and joining our service organization of dedicated women devoted to promoting historic preservation, education, and patriotism. There's something for everyone in today's DAR. This has been the Our Patriots Podcast, a dynamic duo high five production in association with the Daughters of the American Revolution and Tin Shingle.